It's time for a legendary introduction. Welcome to Unpacking the Box. I really think nobody does it better. Join the conversation as we cover everything from life and relationships. All a woman wants is a choice. Inspiring interviews. That just hit me. Wow. And everything in between. Just keeping it real. We keeping it all the way real. Whoa. Now let's start unpacking. This is Linnea, your host. Before we get into this episode, y'all, which, you know, I had the most amazing conversation with a king who exudes nothing but excellence and class. I mean, he is all the things. But, you know, it's March, you know, and it's still Women's History Month. And I do want to shine a light because we do this right for every for every episode we drop in March. We're going to shine a light on a woman in history. And today it is Elena Anale, aka the Brown Stem Girl. She graduated from high school at the age of 12 and became the youngest person to ever, ever intern with NASA. She was accepted into medical school at age 13, becoming the youngest person of color to be accepted into medical school in the United States. She is currently attending Arizona State University. She has made the Dean's List multiple times. Elena Anale is a prodigy. In December, she will be graduating from college. Elena founded the Brown STEM Girl Organization, which was created to provide an outlet for girls of color in STEM. So while she was in high school, she did notice that there were racial and gender disparities in the science, technology, engineering, and mathematics STEM fields, which led her to develop the Brown STEM Girl. I can't even talk, y'all, because I'm just so excited. I'm so proud of her. I'm so proud. This is just so amazing. Now, her accomplishments include, but never, ever limited to, because she is still at the beginning of her journey, and there is so much more in store for her, Um, but she has accomplished quite a bit. The Forbes 30 Under 30 nomination, the Time and Nickelodeon Kid of the Year finalists, the Global Child Prodigy Award for World and Science, Ebony HBCU STEM Queen, and the President's Volunteer Service Lifetime Achievement Award. We celebrate you, Queen. honor you. We love you. Thank you for representing for us and inspiring us all. Tonight, I'm here with Valentino Hart Jr., who is a kindergarten counselor, content creator, influencer, and model, y'all. Hello. Welcome. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm so happy to have you. Welcome to Unpacking the Box. So you are, you're from Florida? Yes, I'm from Tampa, Florida. Okay. How was it in Florida? What was it like, you know, growing up and living in Florida? Growing up and living in Florida is really amazing. I mean, I honestly would never want to move from here unless it was for like work or my dreams. But I really enjoy, you know, I really enjoyed growing up here. I think that just having the beach nearby, everybody here is pretty young, fun, at least where I'm at in Tampa. And Mm -hmm. I just had a lot of fun. Okay. Now, I'm I'm a huge foodie. So how's the food there? The food here is great. There's a lot of good spots, especially in downtown, that a lot of people don't know about. But if you just go and knock on the door, you'll get some great food, honestly. 
Okay. I love it. All right. So tell me like, cause, cause I know you played basketball prior to becoming a kindergarten coach. So like what, what led you on a journey, you know, of becoming a kindergarten coach, you know, working with kids? So basically last year I was playing college basketball and I just knew I had injured my back and I just knew that God had something more for me, something that I knew was my gift, my passion. And I knew it was something to do with like social media, but I knew first and foremost, I needed to get a job and I love working with kids. I've been working with kids my whole life. My parents are both uh, the head of our children's ministry at church. So mm -hmm. I've always been around kids. And I actually um, was talking to my teammate, Santia Ramming, shout out to him. And he told me where he worked at in the summer. He's like, I just work with kids. I love it. I said, let me get an application. And I ended up just signing up and I got the job and I've been working there ever since. Yes, I love it. And, and from what I can see on your TikTok, which we'll get into that a little bit in a little bit, but you know, the, the kids love you and you're doing an amazing job. Yes, I do love working there. The kids definitely enjoy having me around just as so much as I enjoy having them around. Uh, sometimes, you know, they are five years old. So sometimes I sit back and I think to myself, I'm like, wow, the main people that I talk to throughout my day are under the age of 10 years old and barely five years old. So I'm just like, you know, mm -hmm. get a lot of different perspectives. And I just really, you know, I just take into account a lot of the things that they tell me because they're so young and they say so many things that make the world sound so simple. And I just mm -hmm. you know, take that and learn from it. Yes. So for those who may not know, like, what does your job entail? So my job entails basically, you know, the kids get uh, to our facility from school and we assist them with homework first thing because we always do homework first we do a lot of character building activities with them because a lot of them come from different backgrounds we also you know we take them outside we do fun activities we uh, we feed them just the regular stuff that uh, after school program would do but we're a lot more involved because we have sports at our facility so we have them in sports just things keeping them you know mm -hmm. out of trouble or just keeping their minds somewhere productive I love that. And that's a great thing, too, because, you know, as we know how, you know, the world is going, you know, we got to keep our kids busy for sure, because it's so easy to get caught up in something wrong. Right. So that's another reason why what you're doing is so impactful. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah so what you what what do you love most about working with the kids? What I love most about working with the kids is just really being around them. They just have so much energy. I even forgot how much energy I had when I was a kid. And I thought <laughs> that I still have energy now, but they come in every day just on 10 highest energy. And I, I honestly appreciate that because sometimes, you know, you're an, you're an adult or an older person. You have, you know, things going on in your real life that may bring you down and just see a bunch of five-year-olds come in and just have such high energy. They don't have a care in the world. That's what I love. I just love the energy that they bring. That's the thing that I would say I enjoy the most. Yes, and, and they do. And you know what? God bless you because listen, I think I speak for a lot of us parents when I say, you know, we, you got, first of all, you got to have patience to deal with kids that age, just kids in general. But, um, you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing when, when, when we have, that's why I said people that do what you do and like teachers, I feel like they don't, you guys don't get enough credit you know, because you're a large part of, you know, our kids' lives, you know, and it's helping to shape them, helping to mold them into the people that they're going to become. And so that's, to me, that's just so impactful and so imperative. I absolutely agree. You know, I tell people all the time, I even made a video about it. 
you know, a lot of people see the videos and those videos are all content that happens in real time. But what I try to express to people, because, you know, I've noticed how people are wanting or inspired maybe by my videos or other people's videos who work with kids. And I just try to let them know, you know, outside of those videos, you know, they're regular human beings who have emotions and things like that. So we deal with those, you know, when they have a, a bad moment or a learning moment, we're there for them. So mm -hmm. there's a lot that entails more than just a, a funny 10 second clip or a 20 second clip. It's really building character that matters the most to me and the people that I work with. Mm -hmm. And so, and, and how do you keep and maintain your patience? Honestly speaking, I really feel like that's why I say it. it's one of my gifts because, you know, there it's very rarely, I could probably count less than on my two hands, how many times it's been quiet in my classroom. Mm -hmm. So I just being, a, I'm good at handling loud noises. It doesn't really bother me. They ask me a million questions every day. Uh, just really doesn't bother me. I just, I just take it in and I just try to answer them or, you know, sometimes they'll have a fit about something or they're just being loud, just active kids. And it just never really bothers me. Instead, I just kind of almost feed into it so that, cause when they see that you're not trying to just control them all the time, mm -hmm. they'll be like, oh, he's trying to have fun. So they'll be more prone to listen to you. So I kind of just balance it out. I don't allow the noise to bother me because I know it's all for a purpose. And it's just part of life when you are working in that type of field. I love that. That's awesome. That that is that is definitely, you know, absolutely a gift because I'm gonna tell you right now, okay, I'm a mother, first of all, but I'm gonna tell you right now, that just that that is not something I could do. That that's not my calling. <laughs> but I I I can't do it. I'm telling you, I could do it. But I love it. I love it so much. So I also noticed that you have a really positive mindset. Your mindset is amazing, which I think is a, I always say that's a big part. That's a big piece of the puzzle, just with anything that we do in life. And, you know, you know, so is that something that was instilled in you from like a young age, or is it a combination of that and you learning on your own, how to develop and keep a certain mindset? I think it's a lot of both. Obviously growing up had the biggest impact on me. My two parents always instilled having a positive mindset, positive attitude in all things. And all that really stems from our belief, our faith, Christianity. We all, we all believe in Jesus Christ and my family. And that's kind of the basis and the foundation of where I get my positive outlook on life. Because honestly, in my eyes, you know, a lot of the tough things that I may go through or have experienced in life have always been able to, I've always been able to get over it because of because of God. And I just always know that everything happens for a reason. So that's kind of where I gained my positive mindset from, from the start. And then obviously you go through life and you go through things and then you realize, Hey, I can get through this. I can get through this. And if I was able to get through this one situation two months ago, I can get through the situation now. So you kind of build as time goes on. And I'm not saying things don't get tough or things don't get difficult sometimes, but you know, you mm -hmm. have to get through it. And that's kind of where I was able to get that type of mindset from. I love it. I love it. So let's get into your TikTok, which is growing. It's 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 steadily growing every day, which is amazing. Um, you you are really impacting so many people all over. And so you, which your videos for those of you who don't know, his videos are you know really he drops a lot of gems. Uh, you give a lot of great advice, but you also post a lot of videos where you're chatting with the kids, which I enjoy the most. I just love hearing them talk because kids are just so raw so you know honest 
and they just say whatever. Um, oh, but yeah. they're also very smart, and um, and also you could tell that the kids really, really love you. And so, did when you first started TikTok, is this what you intended it to be, or did it kind of just transform into that? I absolutely did not intend for my teaching videos to be like the focal point of what I'm doing. Honestly, I created a my TikTok a, a while ago and I had like 70K and then I stopped posting for like a year. I was just playing college basketball, focused on other things. And, you know, I got my job. And I, the crazy thing is I only started posting around like October of last year. And I had been working at my job from months before that. And one day I just kind of recorded it and it dawned on me. And I actually had the first video that I posted was at like five or like 6 million views or 5.9 million views. And I had it in my drafts for like almost like two weeks. And I just didn't even think about it. I was like, let me just post this for fun just to see, cause it's kind of funny. And next thing you know, <laughs> I was like, wow, the feedback was obviously great. So I was like, and I do this every day. And I, I the first thing I thought in my head, I was like, if they thought this was funny, if they could see what the other things that they say, it would be over. <laughs> so I was like, and I always tell people that too. I said, if I had the camera rolling at all times, it would be, I probably have a hundred million followers, but I just don't because I sometimes just get wrapped up with the kids and stuff like that, but I do get some good moments. So. Yes. And then, you know, with being a, a content creator, do you ever feel, especially from the people, I don't know. I know I saw a video that you posted where you were talking about, it was very motivational, actually. It kind of, it, it really made me want to like get up and do more. And you were like, if you want to do something, you know, just do it. And you were talking about how you don't go through your comments, which I found to be very intriguing because I know just, you know, being on social media, it could be difficult, you know, reading people's negative comments and things like that. It could get to you, you know, because we're human. But I love that part about it because it's easier, I think, if you don't do that, because you can kind of just go ahead and do what you want to do, like you were saying in the video. And, you know, so do you ever feel pressure with, you know, providing content? Like, do you feel like you just always have to be on? Mm, absolutely not. I feel like, you know, some people say it's pressure. I say it's purpose. You know, I feel like sometimes when I let when those thoughts may come in, I just cast them down. I'm like, you know, I know that. I'm going to be great. I know that my content is great. Sometimes I may post a video that might have 5,000 views as an example, mm -hmm. but I feel like that video is a, is a 10 million view video. I tell people all the time, people sometimes think I'm crazy. I'll go around saying, I have a video in my drive and say, this video is going to have a hundred million views. I think all my videos are going to hit a hundred million views because you have to have that belief in yourself. And with the comments, I don't ever look at my comments Unless somebody that I'm close with tells me, hey, maybe if something was said, I got to clarify or anything like that, which rarely happens. Mm -hmm. But the reason I don't even try to focus on my comments too much because the same, my dad always told me, you know, the same people that'll take you up are the same people that'll take you down. So I never, I always try to stay even keel when it comes to that. And a lot of people don't only see a certain side of me, you know, they don't know how I operate in real life. I try to stay calm, focus on my goals, and I don't try to let my head get too big. So that's why I don't, mm -hmm. I stay away from that. The most part I love that I love that so much and I actually if it's okay with you I wanted to share that video on my page my see I I spend a lot of time when I want to go unwind and I want to like laugh and stuff like that I go to TikTok because I feel like <laughs> TikTok is just like a, a really um 
it's an interesting place for sure. Like you can get lost for hours just looking at videos. And so I go there to just, you know, unwind and, and just, just consume great things because I love to consume good stuff. And so I go over there, but I definitely want to share that video because that's important for people who are, you know, they may feel like they don't want to do something just because they're worried about other people and what other people think about, about them. And I think what you said is very important. Absolutely. I agree. And I would just tell anybody that is thinking about, you know, posting their talent or what they do on social media, just go and do it. Because if you think about it, there's probably 200 plus people that work the same exact type of job that I do. I mean, regarding the type of facility I work at. And there's millions of people who do similar jobs. The only difference to me is I just picked up my phone. You know, it's just mm -hmm. the realize that, you know, it doesn't matter what people say. It doesn't matter anything like that. If you know that you're good, do it. It doesn't matter. So that's why I would just tell people, anyone listening, you know, just go ahead and put that, put that best step forward. Yeah. I love that. So I, I, I use, I use Instagram a lot. That's like my favorite platform, but like, you know, I travel to TikTok just to watch videos. So yeah, I, I definitely will be sharing that on Instagram. Cause you know, that I feel the same way. Like I'm a, I'm gonna do what I want to do, you know, some people gonna like it and some people not gonna like it but at the end of the day like you said it's not pressure it's purpose we all have a purpose so Absolutely. I love that so when you're not you know providing great content what are you doing for fun for fun you know I really just love working out I work out every single day it kind of stemmed from playing sports for a long time but that's really what I do I would say is my fun I work out you know I hang out with my uh friend I like hanging out with my family I love hanging out with my friends I got two really close friends some uh one of them is out of town they're not in Tampa right now but they whenever they come in town I always spend time with them family members that's really all I do for fun and honestly I tell people all the time like my fun is accomplishing my goals I enjoy putting out content I enjoy editing videos I enjoy working I enjoy posting content so it's kind of like I knew when I first started this that I wanted to create an environment where every aspect of my life, I can do something that I love. And I've been able to do that. And I'm so thankful to God because of that, because now I can elevate to another level. So that's really what I do in my fun, honestly. Yes. Okay. Do If you watch TV, like what's your favorite movie, show or both? Favorite uh, movie or show? I would say I used to watch a lot of The Office when I was kind of younger. Now I just watch a lot of YouTube. I like watching like podcasts or like mo or interviews, getting mm -hmm. different on people's lives. So that's what I would say is my favorite right now. But as far as shows, I would probably say The Office. Mm, okay, okay, that's a good one. What's your favorite meal? Favorite meal? Ooh, that's a good one. I'd probably say right now I'd probably say sushi. I never liked sushi growing up and I had a friend okay. like you need to try it and I was like because I always had this feeling that like sushi was like all like raw meat which it is sometimes but right. you know you can get it cooked and I was like cook he's like just try it I tried it I never looked back since I really love sushi I can eat that probably every day. I know that's right I love sushi too I love the uh, cooked kind only I love the shrimp tempura that's my favorite. That's my favorite too. Yes I love it okay okay so what it, can you cook? I can cook, correct. Okay, okay. So I got to ask you because, you know, everybody just loves your hair. You, you have some beautiful hair, first of all. So what what is your hair secret like? What what are we doing to get all this beautiful hair? What do I do? What do I do with my hair? Like, how do you, how do you, how are you, what's your secret, like hair secret? How are you like maintaining it? So, because you have beautiful hair. Honestly, I, uh, 
you know, for a long time, I didn't even really know too much about a hair routine, especially growing up. Cause I didn't really, you know, no one really told me, but as I got older, you know, I met certain people who gave me different like hair routines to do. It's really basic stuff. Just like washing your hair. I tell people a lot of it is like, I get like God given, you know, my parents, mm -hmm. <laughs> but you know, people always ask me like, what do you put in your hair? Sometimes I'm just like water, you know, I don't really put in just kind of there. Right. And I, my hair goes really, I know a lot of people that are like, do you, um, do you braid your hair or twist your hair so it can get longer? I said, no, I have to trim my hair every month because it grows so fast. So a lot of it's really honestly God given, but I would say, you know, just washing your hair with good products. I would, this is my main thing that I do to keep, to maintain it. Yeah. Cause even the kids were like, they were loving it. <laughs> I saw one oh, of the videos from one of the kids for like pulling your hair. <laughs> oh yeah. They love when I get twists, whenever I come in with like twists and whenever my mom does them, shout out to my mom, by the way, she's my original hairstylist, but she, uh, they always come in and start playing with my hair or pulling with my hair. They just think it's, you know, they're kids. Right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> yep. So if you could travel to any place right now, where would you go? Italy. Ooh, okay. Okay, nice. Oh, yeah. What's, the, what's in your playlist right now? What you listening to? What's on my playlist right now? A lot of SZA, honestly. Obviously, and I want people to know this. I still listen to all the rap music. I listen to all that stuff the same, like Lil Baby, all that. But I just like listening to SZA, Brent Fayez. I listen to him a lot. Obviously, um, No Cap, Lil Baby, like just really everyone, to be honest. But I, as I've gotten older, I kind of chilled out on the just the hard, hardcore rap. Obviously, sometimes it I still do it, but I've been more on the chill side of things with music. Okay, that's a good playlist. Okay, I can dig it. Okay. So uh, if you could have a conversation with anyone in the whole world, who would that be with and why? It would be with Jesus just to talk to him, really, I would say, you know, ask him questions. Obviously, you know, it's Jesus, so it's pretty self-explanatory. But I would say, you know, ask him about just different advice, stuff like that, really. That answer I love it because I'm sure a lot of us we had a lot of questions that's oh, a great yeah. answer I love it <laughs> I love it so in your you know have you with the, the work that you do um have you been met with any challenges and if so like how did you overcome challenges I would say as far as challenges when it comes to work I wouldn't call it necessarily a challenge. I call it an adjustment. You know, when you go from dealing with only people your age and adults to such a young age, there's certain things that you have to, I had to learn very quickly. Like with little kids, you can't just say, everybody line up, go outside. They'll just drop their stuff, take off running. You got to go. You got to put one at a time. Just adjusting your the way you operate when it comes to younger human beings, I would say that was the biggest adjustment, but it didn't take me too long. And I would say, it was never really a challenge for me to deal with um, like whenever they are like having a temper tantrum or anything like that. Cause we're taught how to deal with that type of stuff. And plus, you know, you can always calm a kid down. For example, if a kid falls and hurts himself, if you sit there and you have a panicked face, the kids are going to start crying. But if you stay calm, if they fall, they're more likely to stay calm with you. You know, just little things that you pick up that may be challenging to some people who, you know, don't really pick up on it at first, but you know, you always adjust when you work in this, that field. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So listen, I enjoyed talking to you. I enjoyed talking to you. This was a great conversation. 
Yes, very, very, very great. You are you are amazing. The work that you're doing is so inspiring. Please keep going. I'm rooting for you. I will continue to follow you on TikTok and I gotta follow you on Instagram too. And um, yeah, I just I just really enjoy talking to you. You're amazing. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. I appreciate you reaching out to me. Honestly, I love this conversation and I hope the best for you too. You know, I'm going to tune into all your interviews. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Now, before I let you go though, you know, because this is unpacking the box, there is something I love to do with every guest at the end of every episode. It's called unpack your box. And that's a moment where you get to say whatever you want, whatever is on your chest. It could be gems. You, you want to vent, whatever, like the audience loves it. I love it. So, you know, you have to, you have the mic. Mm, I would say the thing I want to get off my chest is to tell people to really believe in yourself, speak things into existence, even if you sound crazy to other people. When God tells you something, don't allow somebody else's opinion to deter you from something that you know is going to work and never be afraid of failure. You know, sometimes you're going to do things you may not do it the best as you want, or you may mess up, but that's okay because you just learn in the process. So I'll just say, wake up every morning with belief, put faith behind everything, make sure you're doing things in the natural so God can do things in the supernatural. And yeah, just spread love. That's what I would say. Yes, I love it. Get into it. And tell the people where they can keep up with you, you know, all your handles, websites, all that good stuff. They can keep up with me. My Instagram is Valentino Hart Jr. My TikTok is Valentino Hart. And my in, my YouTube is Valentino Hart Jr. too. So you guys can keep up with me on there. I'm always posting content and just going every single day. Yes, make sure you guys follow him. You know, I'm going to conclude it in the show notes. I would never say y'all wrong. He's amazing. He's inspiring. Y'all need to consume all this greatness, all this excellence. All right, y'all. Thank you again so much, Valentino. No problem. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. You're welcome. We out, y'all. Wait, before you leave, keep up with your girl on Instagram at unpacking underscore the underscore box underscore podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be well.